Let's go. Yahoo. All right, sounds good. Here we go. All right, you ready? Yes, sir. Starting now. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Uh, this is episode five of Two Black Nerds. I am Romeo Quihangana. And I'm behind Yakachuku. And uh, let's talk about the weekend, right? This is one of the more more unusual ones where we actually got to see each other. Uh, yeah. Both of us were at Notre Dame uh, for the PFRESH show. Yep, yep. So PFRESH is my dance crew from my time during undergrad at Notre Dame. And it was it was pretty good. It was like good to see everybody again. Had a lot of alumni come back. You know, Romeo was in town, so we got to hang out. Um, it was a good time. Good time. Lots of dancing. Lots of... Uh, Catching up and just hanging out and just like you know, t- like chilling. It was good. It was good. I agree. I agree. Uh, we tried to do like a live episode, but um, there were a little bit of technical difficulties with that. But yeah, <laughs> one day, inshallah, we're gonna make it happen. God willing. Sure. Uh, but today we thought we'd just go more tech and just kind of, kind of like not necessarily shall we, but. Try something different from our usual college topics. And today, I thought we should rag on the Apple Watch or wearables specifically. And I concur. Mm. I mean, I hi, like, you're the one person who can actually speak to this because I have essentially avoided all wearables at all costs because of multiple, maybe reasonable or unreasonable reasons. But yeah. I would like to take your take on. You have a Moto 360, right? Yeah. So, what are your thoughts? Like, whenever I first got it, it was cool, right? Because I'm just like, oh, shiny new toy, latest technology. But, you know, like, I found it really useful or, like, I found it more productive to have my um, smartwatch because rather than always having to look down at my phone whenever I get, like, a text message or an email, that sort of wastes more time because you have to pull your phone out of your pocket or lift your phone up, open it up, and, like, try and read everything. So I find that, like, picking up my phone is more of a distraction because although I mean to check one thing, I somehow get yanked into checking multiple other things. But since getting my smartwatch, if I get a notification, I can just glance at my wrist, see who it's from, and decide if it's really urgent to respond immediately or not. And you know, go back to what I was doing before. So wait, what's the what's the range on that? How far can I be away, uh, can I be away from my phone in order to uh, operate the Moto Three Sixty? Good question. Before it was only through Bluetooth, right? So you're really limited by the distance of Bluetooth. So that's about thirty but, feet. Yeah, but Google just announced an update because every single Android um, Wear device that's out in the market right now has Wi-Fi enabled internally, but it's just been switched off. But Google just announced really? the latest update that turns on that Wi-Fi capability. So now I don't have to have my phone with me as long as I'm connected to a Wi-Fi network um, from my watch. 
so I'll be able is to it like notifications the, and control my phone. So it like does it have to be the same network? I, I nope, presume. any network. Really? So like I can leave my phone at home, have my smartwatch, yep. and just oh, you see, and now you have they're becoming to your mobile. If you, and you also have music synced to your watch, right? So I have some music downloaded to my watch. So if I wanted to go on a run, I could go on a run with like I think I, I think the one caveat is that you have to have Bluetooth headphones. I haven't really tried it. No, no, because... no. That's fine though. Like I yeah. mean, this new but still, update. It's still pretty dope, right? Because I mean, I'm not gonna the, lie. Go ahead. Once you get a new on-screen keyboard, add on to the watch. Like, who needs to carry around a like <laughs> phone anymore? You know. You I know mean, what I'm, I'm just gonna be. Honest. I don't think I would try to type on my phone. I already have issues typing on a touch screen. Oh no! Normally, if I'm screen, replying to a text but... message on my watch, I just speak to it. Yeah. And that's normally if I'm driving or something and don't want to like get a ticket. So. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. This new update makes this whole wearable thing much more usable. Because oh yeah, for it's me, awesome. When it originally came out, I was like, "Well, you're essentially telling me, not only am I gonna get buzzed in my pocket, I'm also gonna get like a freaking notification on my on my watch." And yeah. to me, that's just like it's a double the function. I was like, "Why? Why do I need two things to tell me the same thing?" You mm-hmm. know. And like to me, I just thought that. That for me, I was just like, I can't do a notification at all. But however, I could see myself like telescope six months, seven months, uh, when I have a little bit of disposable income that I'm willing to spare. I can see buying a Moto 360 if they don't update it soon. Oh, for sure. I can see that. But actually, just like slash the price down of the Moto 360 down to like $150. Yes, once 100, 165. How I much mean, was hey, it man, when you bought if it? This new one gets released soon. If you uh, want me, I can give you that cheap. I can give you that friend discount. Nah, man. What are you talking about? I can buy my own that new new son. I want me I mean, that new saying. new man. I want that new new. That's what I'm all saying. Right, all right. I want me that new new. But yeah, no. I think the new one is a uh, hundred sixty-five, hundred sixty-five dollars, which for a smartwatch. Not the new one, the the discount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which for a watch is probably like pretty good. I mean, by far, I would say the Moto 360 is hands down the best looking one. Oh, sleek! It's very sleek. Best looking one. The second one, there's uh, there's another one that that is also circular, but it's from a French. Uh, it's from a French from a French uh, company called Alcatel. Mm-hmm. And that one actually works with the iPhone, which is one of the most surprising one, but it literally it's like a circular one and works with the iPhone. So that's uh that's pretty doable. Um I can only do circular ones though. I can't do the squares. I just can't. I don't see how squares oh, really? are useful. Nah dude, I mean it's just it's like it's like it just violates tradition if you just go like square instead of I circular. Definitely. I, and like really the only time I've seen square watches is like no offense or no sex of intended, but my I've only seen my mother wear like a square rectangle rectangular watch, you know? I've only yeah. seen that on a in like female models of watches or feminine models of watches. So it's kinda interesting for like seeing this whole rectangular form factor for smart watches, especially with the um Especially with the Apple Watch, but the Apple Watch I kind of understand because they're whole big on that rounded square um, design element. Nah, dude. 
No. No, I think the Apple Watch like the Apple Watch was rushed. Hands down, it was rushed. You think I, so? They're like, yeah. you think they're no, like no, no, oh no, no. shit, Google's no. stepping their game up. We got to play catch up. But you know, but then they're making up for lost time with that 17k price tag that people are going to be dropping mad money on. Oh no, for like the gold like, watch. These, yeah, it's like the same people that are out in like Saudi Arabia that have oil money <laughs> that buy Lamborghinis and just drive around the desert because they're bored. I mean, no? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they took the tip. Uh, apparently, uh, one of my buddies was watching Mega Structure, and the biggest mall in the world, which is in Dubai, has a store yeah. in there where they sell gold iPod. Right? Essentially, yeah, they take yeah, an iPod and then they just like coat it with coat it with gold paint. Well, not paint, but probably like real gold metal, and then they sell it in that store. So I'm pretty sure that's what the iPod folks were uh, trying to go for. But I know. I just think like it's a the fact that Motorola figured out the circular display just makes it a technological advantage. Because if you think about it, all pixels are squares. Most LEDs are squares. Yeah. Right? Which means that as soon as you get um, circular, you unless your LEDs are, like, super tiny, you get, like, those square artifacts, those pixelated artifacts. Imagine you're playing, essentially you're trying to make a circle with a bunch of Tetris blocks which is almost, mm-hmm. like, practically impossible. Yet, Motorola, I think Motorola loses a couple uh, a couple pixels around since, um, does it, how big is the, um, whatchamacallit? It has a small, small the, black bar at the bottom for, uh, for the electronics light sensor. And the LED drivers also in there. But I'm just going to say, like, the bezel, the bezel hides a couple of the artifacts of the artifacts of the of the Moto 360. But I have a feeling they've cut the size of it in half with the next model. And I think that they're going to have like a full display as well. Oh, like uh, no bezel? Not no bezel, but you know what I'm talking about? Like it's going to like, you know how it has that black bar at the bottom that I'm talking about? Oh, no, I kind of like the black bar. I'm not going to lie I don't really to mind you. it, to be honest. No, no, I think I like it. I like the black bar personally. But I don't know. I don't know how people feel about that. It's but, really negligible. Like you barely even notice it after a while. Yeah, no, but I can I can dig the black bar though, I do. But yeah. I'm just gonna say no. The Apple Watch was rushed. It's I just like when they showed it, I just wanted to puke. Same. Now, what are your thoughts on um, like wearables in the sense like so the one real gripe that people have with these um wearables from both apple and google mm. is the battery life i Whereas mean you have wearables in this space like the pebble time steel or the the pebble time the new one especially that has like color well, how much how much also, they, like still totes have the... one week battery life oh wait they're going for one week battery life also, they have Even, I mean, the old ink. model still has one week battery life, but the new model does as well. Yeah, I mean that's just it's just like a technology choice, right? I think I believe Pebble, uh, the Pebble uses e-ink, right? The first yeah, one uses exactly. e-ink, which is the same thing that's on your Kindle, so that consumes barely any battery because there's no, it only re- refreshes the specific parts it needs to refresh as mm-hmm. it goes. And I think for the Pebble Steel, uh, I might be wrong, but I think they're using color e-ink, which is almost the same technology but in color that they used for oh, the previous you mean, uh, one. for Pebble Time? Yeah, for Pebble Time Steel. Yeah. That's what they're using. So the thing is now the Apple Watch and the Moto 360, they're going for full-blown color. 
which gives you more options but less battery since most of the LEDs have to be on at most of the time. Do you know? Is it OLED? Do you know? Organic uh, for Moto 360 or Apple Watch? Um, or is it just pure LED? I don't know about. I don't know for the either specs. what it's made of. Yeah, but either or, like if OLED could have helped since organic LED when it's black, it's not turned on. Like the the color black can go in a fully turned off mm-hmm. state, but otherwise it has to be on. I, I just like even the Apple Watch, man. Like the interface is. I'm just gonna say like Jimmy Fallon, man. It's ear, like air. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't played with one, but just be, I'm not as infatuated by the interface. I'm not as drawn to the interface as I was when I saw uh, iOS six, seven, I, iOS seven. Like when iOS seven came out, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. It's cool looking. Right. But as mm-hmm. soon as they went to that whole circular round thing, it's just. First, I think it clashes. It's like you have a non-round face with a round, non-round uh, watch with like a bunch of round icons, which interact in a non-linear way. Which is like, ooh, I don't know. I just maybe it's just me. App like I'm an avid Apple hater, but I don't disrespect their product because I think they're great. Yeah, exactly. And then what? What can you even do with the Apple Watch? Send a heartbeat. <laughs> you know, I'm you like, do like the whole uh, what was that? How many Shot? people are, are you? Apple good? Pay is Apple Pay enabled inside the watches as well? Yeah, you, it's actually. I've yet to see anybody enabled. actually use that in the wild. And I haven't even used like Google Wallet or Google Pay out in the wild either, because just oh, like funny, I feel like a tool. Like so, funny thing about the phone. <laughs> funny yeah, thing ahead. about the Apple Pay, right? There's a dude who was trying, who I think he just bought his uh, iPhone six. I was at Walgreens, uh, grabbing grabbing some Starbucks coffee cans and the guy in front of me decided that, oh, hey, maybe today I'll try to use my Apple Pay. And the dude, like, it took him a minute to realize that he just needed to put it up to the NFC uh, pay thing because Apple Pay used the same thing as uh, Visa Pay Pass. So he was just, like, constantly banging on the screen instead of putting it above the screen where the NFC reader is. It took him like a good two thirty seconds to figure that out, and I just like wanted to shake my head. I'm like, "You could have swept and left." Yep. But no, I think no. Apple Pay, Apple Pay is the move. I mean, there might be some technical difficulties in in as far as like, what if I? No, actually, no. I'm completely wrong. Apple Pay is the future of mobile payments. You think? I mean, think about security. It's a two-factor authentication, right? Because you need you need to have your thumbprint first to unlock the phone, and then the device itself uh, doesn't carry any of your data. It just has a key in the in the transaction. So your your information is not seen by the where you're buying or by the person, well, now maybe I might be making things up, but now, I mean, like the simple fact that you have to use your thumbprint in order to unlock your phone before you use Apple Pay is an extra 
security feature added on top of you just having to swipe regularly. Now, why can't we just have this like, um, why can't this make it similar to, so here, let me think of how I want to word this. I just seem to serve like an unnecessary step, right? Like what if my phone's dead or, you know, you got that. Oh like, yeah, why no. Can't just that... do, like, you know, the trip in card payment. Like Europe has the, the going pin on. pad, the pin pad, the the, yeah. the the SIM card chip, and the pin pad. I mean, that's sh- that's what should be happening. But you know that most of the it would be on the onus of the. I don't know who would pay for all those upgrades, right? Every single POS system in the United States would have to be not every single one, but the majority of them would have to be updated in order to accept the SIM the SIM cards. I mean, I was so upset when I went to Europe and I didn't have the chip. And I was like, this is rude. I look like a fool trying to swipe when everyone... Like, there's a girl who literally who was serving us Haagen-Dazs ice cream. Which is, by the way, it's like amazing when you get it yeah, from a shop. Yeah, pretty good. They have it at the local grocery store here. And so I was just trying to, I was trying to use my swipe, and they say like, "What is this? What kind of card is this?" And I'm like, oh, "It's, it's, a, it's an American card. You swipe." I'm like, no, 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 we don't accept that. And I'm like, "I don't have any cash. This is ridiculous." And I try to go to the ATM uh, right across the store, and there's a line because the ATM machine is out. And I'm like, "This is ridiculous. Not cool." <laughs> and unlike, unlike in America, you know what they decided? Like she couldn't let it go. You know how. If you come to the U.S. and, like, the service doesn't accept your payment, what they end up using, what they end up doing is just, like, customer service, it's okay, you should not pay, and you can leave because nothing is working around you. It's not your fault that you can't pay. Yeah. No, 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 no. They're not about that life. You have to figure out how to pay. And I'm like, Oh, you see, you couldn't leave? I couldn't leave until I paid, yeah. Because they already served it. I'm like... What type of nonsense is that? Exactly. I'm like, how broke are you? Oh, I'm pissed. Of co- I was kind of pissed, but I'm like, ugh. I was more pissed at the fact that my car oh, didn't so have upset. didn't have the chip thing than I was that the ATM machine was broken. Because I'm like, this is the technology failure. I'm like, America is the most technological advanced country in the world, which is wrong, by the way. But like that's yeah, I'd say Korea, Japan. <laughs> And we'll have something oh, to no, say to you. I know, I know. That's why I wanted to put the disclaimer that it's completely wrong. But I just I just couldn't believe the fact that, you know, I didn't have it and they wouldn't let me leave without paying, even though it's completely default that all their system is not working. You know, it's like it's not it's not my fault your payment system is not working. You know? Right. It's ridiculous. But that's so, beyond the point. But I mean, as as much as I don't like the the Apple Watch, people are gonna buy it. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, since I haven't worn it in person, I'm not completely gonna diss it. Diss it, but I just don't. Based on the application I've seen, the only two like useful application I can see for the Apple Watch is just calling an Uber from the Apple Watch, which is probably also very possible on the, whatchamacallit, the Moto 360. Yeah, I about to say, I can do that same thing with my watch. Exactly. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not a fan. 
Yeah. It is beneficial for whenever I'm driving and getting directions. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't have to look. I don't have a stand for my phone yet. I really, actually, I do. I just need to set it up in my car. I just keep on forgetting. But if I'm walking or somewhere, if I'm driving somewhere, I don't always want to keep my phone in my hand. Or it's pretty nice and convenient for like those little like first world problems that you have. Like, oh, I don't want to look at my phone to change the song. I don't want to have to hold my phone in my hand while I'm looking at, while I'm like walking down the street for directions or driving. So it's nice, yeah. and you know, your turn comes up, my wrist vibrates. I'm like, oh, I gotta make a turn here, you know. Okay, so it's more it's more for convenience. So wait, would you say it's more accurate than holding your phone in your hand? You know how sometimes like you have your well, phone since in your it's hand. using your phone, it's like same thing. Same thing. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, I can see why the the watch is like super convenient, though. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, you know, like my main beef with all these wearables, maybe Apple Watch, Moto three sixty, or even like these all these fitness trackers, is that most of them don't they don't measure the key activities that I do, right? You say, like, for example, most fitness, tra- fitness trackers, what they do is just, what, steps, right? Steps. Yeah. And if you have any other activity, you have to manually enter it in your phone. And in the end, I'm like, what is the point of recording your steps? Like, I personally don't, I don't think it's that useful, right? Just counting yeah. my steps, I'm like, like, for example, like, if you want to lose weight and you're buying a fitness tracker in order to help you lose weight, I'm just saying you just wasted $100 right there. Like, hands yeah. down. So I just, I just well, don't. Well, think about it, right? So you got some other niceties. The fitness tracker isn't only for fitness, you know? Fitness is only, only encompass physical activity. But, you know, it also serves as, like, a – also serves as – um, a sleep tracker. Okay. That's um, one other. Of, so fitness tracker, sleep tracker. I think AJ had a jawbone, and I saw I'd see him recording his meals with it, so you can track. No, but that food those, intake. Those also, were... something that those can do that my phone cannot do is if it my like my watch can't detect whenever I've been sedentary. Maybe there's an app for that, but every 15 minutes or so, or if I've been sitting down for like 30 minutes to an hour. You know, the jawbone, if you've been sitting down for too long, I think even the fit vibrates, tells you vibrates. to get up and move around. Yeah, no, I get that. But that's about it, though. Well, yeah, that's no, it. That's all no, I got. Even, <laughs> even the jawbone, when uh, when they say, like, oh, record um, record your meals, he had to enter that in his phone. Like, there's he used his app. He wasn't, like, do you think the jawbone has a camera that's going to, like, nah, uh, record what your food is? I don't know. I just, like... I just think that fitness fitness trackers are overpriced for their functions. You know, you can get like a tiny Fitbit, put it on your belt, and you're gonna get the same amount of data. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you really yeah, don't sure. want to stay sedentary every 30 minutes, it's just like put a reminder on your phone. Like just wake up and walk around every X amount of minute. I don't know. I guess it makes things easier, but. The quantification of how many steps I'm taking is not that useful to me. Mm-hmm. Right? 
But sleep tracking, I agree. Like sleep tracking would be is by far. Very that's valuable. actually one of the only reason why I even I considered once buying uh, a Jawbone. I might still get like one of the old one of the old versions just for sleep tracking. Yeah, same. Because like when I'm tired and I fall asleep, I can't remember when I when I fell asleep. I can't remember when I stayed. You know, when I fell asleep in my couch. I don't know. That's true. But yeah. But I'm just saying, whoever comes out with like a really good wearable that's gonna track me lifting weights. Dude, they, they um, need to have you looked up Atlas? With what? Atlas wearables. I actually rented them at a. It was an it was an Engadget event last summer that I went to my coworker. It was pretty cool. They have some. I don't know how they do it. They have accelerometers, but. It's pretty much a game changer. Well, kind of. No, I think no, like no, I think I've seen uh there's two other ones that that I I looked up last night. Uh one of them is uh I believe Leave Athos and mm-hmm. the other one is also besides Athos there's one called OM Signal. And from my deduction, my understanding of how they work is that they have an uh, accelerometer, and you have to place it at specific parts of your body. And the way they do it, they just have someone in like in the development phase. They have someone do the same exercises that you'd be doing, and they record those uh, the waveforms that those movement creates, and they kind of make it's like a sh- and then they it's like Shazam, but for exercises. Right, records mm-hmm. the waveform and transforms it into um, takes it from the time domain to the frequency domain, so that's easier to search, and then yeah. matches you with the exercise and kind of adds how many times you're doing it, X, Y, Z, that type of stuff. I mean, if they weren't so expensive, I'd probably like buy all of them and try them out. Or if it, or if I was like a prominent blogger, I could like ask them to like give it to me and just. Let me know, yo. Can I try out your little, you know, your little device, and see and see what's up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Atlas Atlas Wearable does say that they're essentially doing like a motion genome project. Yeah, but things they need to step their game up though, because like if they they may be late to market. No. Then again. And I mean, even if you're late to market, it doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to be like, you know, um, left behind. No, it's not. I don't think they're not late to the game. No one has figured out how to track how to. That's true. How how do you track if someone's doing deadlifts? How do you quantify that? You know. That's true. How do you like figuring out what how if I'm doing bench presses? Depending on where you place uh, the wearable itself, it's pretty okay. It's like cool. You can figure that out. But mm-hmm. if you're doing deadlifts, eh. and the thing is, like, one of the main things, since most of them are avoiding full contact with your muscles, they don't know how much effort you're exerting. Right? One of the good things with, like, just yeah. step track, like, uh, simple step tracking is just that. It's the same step. You have the same weight when you're like walking, so that's not that big of a, 
it's not that big of a deal to just quantify that. But if you're just ramping up your your workout, how does it know that? Right? Does it mean you're lifting slower? Or what if you're lifting slower? This, if you're lifting the same weight but at a slower pace, right? How does it make that distinction? True. So true, true. That's the that's some of the few the few things where it's just like, you know, eh, that's those are things that need to be figured out. But I don't know. The day someone comes out with that, I'm all over it. You know I, I would say I am too, but then I'm just like, wait, I don't work out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, in due time, I'm telling you, in, in due, due time, time, baby steps, yeah, baby steps. But yeah, I, I think that's that's the market that people actually need to enter. To be honest, yeah, because yeah, that's, that's cool. Like the thing is, why I don't really understand from like, let's say I was a runner, mm-hmm. right? There's so many advanced – so GPS watches for running have been a thing for a while. Like yeah, um, all ages. my friends at school that were like in cross country mm-hmm. or some form of long distance running for marathon training, etc. they don't really wear Jawbones or Fitbits. They have these really advanced GPS watches. Sure, it's bulky, but do they care? No, not really, because it allows them to see their route that they run and how much and how far they've ran in a set amount of time. Yeah. So, I think I think there really needs to be an equivalent for that for weightlifting because once that gets discovered, people will be buying that over Jawbones and Fitbits because they're they're hardcore about their weightlifting. No, I mean like that's it's a, that's essentially an underserved market. Which is if you look at if you so if you go to the gym and you look at the state of wearables in the gym, it's it's super abysmal. It's either someone is wearing a heart rate, well, usually the typical jawbone, Fitbit, and all that. They're in the gym, right? You can see those, and you might have one or two people wearing a a heart rate on their chest or on their arm, but other than that, that's it. Everything else is a good yes, old sir. pen, paper, and just, like, recording how much you're doing, right? But I think that if you're able to, like, just figure that out, you just tap into an unserved market. And, like, so you can mm-hmm. you can make so many errors. Like, the margin of error is so big that, out of, you know, that people should just try it. But the problem with that is it's hardware. It ain't cheap. Hardware and yeah, and cheap. it's not easy either. I mean, but the thing it's not impossible, but it's just not cheap. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's that's the main issue with that when it comes to hardware. But I think amazing things could happen. Mainly, I wouldn't have to carry my phone to the gym. Yep, that's my main beef. Or you can just go old school and do pen and paper. Yeah, I did that. Eh. I mean, FitNotes works pretty well, the app that you'd recommended me. So I, I use that. But huh. I wonder where I, forgot where I found, that out, found that one at. Yeah, dude, it was a godsend. No ads, amazing. And I mean, the, uh, the dev has been like rocking in some serious analysis tools, so I can dig. Nice. I can dig. No, but the, I don't know. What, what were we saying? Yeah, the fit notes. 
No, I mean, maybe, maybe hardcore weightlifters don't want don't want something to quantify their things. Maybe if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Yep, exactly. Exactly. You gotta like do a little bit of market analysis or market research. Yeah. Where else? But I think like that's the main thing that comes to mind when when I think about wearables, though. Same. I'd buy hands down. I'd buy three uh, Moto three sixty before anything else. Um, sleep tracker. I believe in sleep tracking, but only for like maybe about two or three months. Because after, because you could use it at, to form like a good habit when it comes to like sleeping. And after that, it's like you can call it quits and just give it away. So, yeah. I don't know. I just believe in good old jewelry for men. But. I got it. so wait so a lot of analysts are saying that the Apple Watch is trying to position itself as a fashion piece. What's your thought on that? Hmm, as a fashion piece? Like as a fashion item because most of the announcement that they've made is like at London fashion show, Paris fashion show, that type of things. Right? I can see that. That's sort of that's sort of part of Apple's brand identity, right? They're always they've, Apple has always been not only an electronics um, or electronics company or hardware company, but they also try to make sure that their design is very sleek and gives it sort of a premium look to it. You can see it with their MacBooks, right? They have golden yeah. MacBooks. Even when it comes but to that's down recently, to their though, watches. Right? You know? I, don't, I don't know if you realize the gold, isn't, didn't the gold option come after Steve Jobs passed away? Hmm. The first gold option that they had was for the iPhone 5 or 5S, if I remember correctly. I think it was the 5S, but that I think... Oh, was Steve Jobs there when iPhone 5S came out? I don't believe so. Now it's after he passed. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Is like This whole switch of direction is post, uh, post Steve Jobs, and they hired, uh, whatchamacallit... That designer Mark Newson mm-hmm. uh, to work at Apple. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe Apple. Maybe tech is the future of fashion. I don't know. Depends. I mean, you start, um, you're starting to see a lot of intersectionality because before it was all focused on which one gives you the most functions, but now yeah. people don't only want to have a phone with a lot of functionality. They want to have a phone that's very sleek. And you want to be seen holding it. So, like, I get a lot of compliments on my OnePlus because people look at my phone, they ask me, is that, they're like, is that an iPhone 6 or is that an iPhone? Because they just look at it and they say, it's so beautifully designed. It looks so good. Wait, like, wait, wait, your OnePlus gets, uh, it's, yeah, man, even from like non like engineering people, even just from average common day folks, they're like, where'd you get that phone? And I'm just like, oh, you have to have an invite to buy it, you know? Which was recently That'd lifted, be fancy, like by that. the way. Yeah, they just took that off, which just sort of pisses me off because I just had to scrounge up one for my dad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I get lots of compliments on my phone. And, you know, same with my watch. Like, people see my watch and they're like, oh, is that the Moto 360? I'm like, yeah, it is. Like, it's a very good looking watch. I, I wear my Moto 360 nowadays. Like, I'd wear my Moto 360 over a regular watch. Just because it just looks very aesthetically pleasing, 
You know, it's very well designed. It has a traditional watch form factor yeah. and a circular shape. And even with the screen off, it looks like a premium device, right? It doesn't no, look it, cheap. It's solid. Like well, a pebble, like you know, a regular pebble either. looks cheap. Yeah, no, so, regular pebble is like a it's like a child's toy. And it kind of like and you see like I think wearables are moving more towards that fashion aspect because that's why you have the or that's why you see the pebble steel. Yeah. You know, that's why Pebble, or at least the Pebble Steel, they're like, oh, we have to up our game, you know? I mean, And even with Apple, you have two different set types. You have the Apple Sport Watch, and you have the Apple with the metal bands or the leather straps that look more fashion-y. Or no, more, the, more fashion-forward individuals. Jawbone CEO, essentially, him, uh, he said that he wants, he wants the Jawbone up or consequent versions of it to look like a piece of fashion that you'd wear because if if we want to get yeah. all the data you want you have to wear it on a daily basis you know yeah so i can i can see that i can dig but i don't know maybe uh maybe wearables are the future of fashion in some way shape or form now i want but, that google glass to come back redesigned and uh, we're not going to decide that g yeah i know uh, what should we call it? Sometimes I believe that um, women are the ones who decide the future of fashion, to be honest. Hmm. I think they're fashion's primary consumer, but I think, and I'm make a bold claim that in recent times, men have become more fashion forward or, or more fashion conscious. Which is brilliant for the Which fashion I, I, company. I, I, and I was like, I tried to be fashion conscious in like, or conscious during college. And even now, you know, but I think fashion conscious is a it's like a marketing ploy to get more money out of dudes because like they probably had I think so conspiracy theory right now is that all the big brands saw that they have milked as much money from they have like a a limited they have reached the like the max budget that a girl can allow on her, you know, on her fashion allowance per se right per market yeah. bracket and all that then they need how do you make more money well you need to make sure that you convince dudes that it's okay to pay a lot of money to look good or you need to look like these folks to going off that point though you bring up a very good. good point right because recently we've been seeing with these whole monthly supply boxes you've seen a lot oh. of upspringing of fashion like you know Pretty much somebody, somebody, they've sort of made a business out of dressing up the unfashionable male. So Trunk Club, for example, where you say exorbitant, where you pay exorbitant amounts of monies per month just to have somebody choose out clothes that are, that are, that fit for you or that you'll look at. How much is Trunk Club? I don't know. Too much for my wallet. I'll just like, ouch. (laughs) You know, I could dress myself. I think it's marketed towards people that have no idea how the hell to dress. But, you know, one thing, the the gripe I have with that is if you have somebody picking out your clothes for you 24-7, you're never going to develop your own personal aesthetic. I mean, you may, but I feel like it'd be much more difficult when you have somebody dressing it for you. It's not really your own, but what that person thinks your style is, and you'll never really evolve past that. What? Because I like, I think, I mean, I think Trunk Club is pretty, it's a good idea. You know? Yeah. It's a, it's, it's, it's a good idea, but I don't know. Eh. Well, hold up. I'm trying to look up these Trunk Club prices, you feel me? 
I feel you. Oh. Oh, it depends on which items you keep. Oh. Yeah, but still, it's like $100 for a pair of jeans. I'm like, son, what? <laughs> no, like... I'll go with my 5'11s, thank you. Yeah, no, okay. I can see. I mean, that's a good... That's a pretty good... Uh, I mean, if they get you to pay like $100 a month, that's still, what, 1200 per person? Yeah. That's solid. Well, $100 a month. I don't even want... You know, no, and I think at least per person... Yeah, that's scalable. It's very scalable. I mean, the subscription model, the subscri- uh, subscription model is is the way that people want to go in the future because that defines like a steady stream of income instead of just yeah. hoping something will happen. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of subscription, I need to cancel my bevel payment <laughs> subscription because I don't use, I don't shave nearly enough for that. But yeah, definitely, and. Yeah, so what were you talking about? Fashion, fashion, yeah, so... Yeah, no, conspiracy theory is that all the GQ magazines and all that is a ploy from, like, the big uh, houses of style and fashion in order to tell us men that we need to buy more clothes than we need. Mm-hmm. Right, because if you look at the... So the folks from The Minimalists, their advice, their style guide is... Blue jeans, white shirt, um, black shoes, all day, every day, nothing but. Mm. I mean, that's what that's what they that's what they do. Have you seen them wear anything different? True. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just like, that's my 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 gripe. That it's not even my gripe. That's just like a conspiracy theory that I have about the fashion industry. Is that. Yeah. In order to make more money, they have to figure out, they have to convince men that they need to spend more money on more items. Yeah. So, and that's the way you get people to buy the Apple Watch, too. It's like, well, we have, there's no clear value added by this watch, at least from the first round. The software is like almost non functional besides giving you time and tiny apps that almost don't work and sending you a heartbeat. Ugh. But so they need to sell it as a piece of fashion saying you don't need it, but you want it. Exactly. So story of my life when it comes to purchasing things, especially clothes. Yeah, I mean I just I just bought a new pair of shoes and you watch today. So Yeah. Oh word? <laughs> yeah. Out of boy, uh, Ben Sherman and a new brown watch, brown shoes, brown watch. But I Did think you get I'm that gonna... Rodina. Nah, brah, didn't go Rodina, brah. Sorry. Automatic watch. Wait, Rodina is an automatic. Yeah, dude, it's like a it's automatic a Chinese manufacturer, but it still looks sleek. No, I mean, do you, is it a quartz movement or just automatic? Do you know? Remind me again the difference between two. One Which one do you a... wind? Automatic, you want well both. Well, you know, you can it can wind through movement or you can wind it man- manually. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, no, that's an automatic watch. Yeah. Oh, dope. I might have to look back at that Rodina thing then. Yeah, boy. But I haven't worn it because I haven't really had. You know, I haven't really been getting back into the fashion thing. I mean, 
Granted, I'm still pretty well dressed for my career space, but <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I'm not going hardcore like college, you know, because those design majors don't play, man. You gotta gotta keep up. Yeah, no, the design majors, <laughs> ugh, making you look like putting you to shame. It's ridiculous. Best looking men on campus, and women. Yeah, but especially no, all the best dressed. The same thing. The guys, <laughs> flannel shirt, jeans. Boots. <laughs> yeah. Black true. rim glasses. That's all of us. <laughs> true. True. Oh, too funny. Too funny. I miss those guys. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think, I mean, as far as wearables goes, I think we've exhausted. Yeah. Until, until like, when I get the chance, I'll try to play with the Apple Watch. But until then, I still hold it as a piece of technology that people will buy without knowing what they need what it's truly useful for that's yeah. my take on it but yeah well we'll see we'll see how the numbers are looking after the first uh after launch day well we all know like it's gonna be crazy after launch day but that's besides the point well Maybe, you know what, maybe that's just my opinion out there. If any of you guys have any other opinion or disagree with me, which I hope some of you do, just hit me up at Romeo. that's K-W-I-R-O-M-E-O on Twitter. And Ihai, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me at, at Kuchu, K-W-U-C-H-U. And I'd be happy to discuss or even hear some wearables that we may have forgotten about or maybe your thoughts on the future of excuse me on the future of wearables and the wearable space and where you think the next innovations will lie out